In a world that tells us that we outgrow picture books, one author seeks to tell a different story. Picture books are for grown-ups too. Hello friends, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grown-Ups Too, the podcast where we believe you're never too old for a great picture book. And we also believe that these tiny tales can lead to big connection. I'm your host, Patrice Scopo, and I write lyrical stories that celebrate joy, expand understanding, and foster compassion. I'm the author of the essay collection, All the Colors We Will See. My debut picture book, All the Places We Call Home, is based on one of the essays in my collection. Thanks for joining in today's conversation. I'm delighted to have you here. Hello, 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 picture book pals. I am so excited to have Judy Allen Dodson on the show today, and we're going to be talking about her book, The Ash Brothers, How Arthur and Johnny Changed Tennis Forever, illustrated by David Wilkerson. Judy is a librarian, archivist, and children's book author. Judy has a passion for writing captivating stories, celebrating diverse children's literature, and teaching young readers about history. She's the author of Escape from Hurricane Katrina and also The Ash Brothers, How Arthur and Johnny Changed Tennis Forever. Judy, welcome to Picture Books Are for Grownups Too. I am so delighted to have you on the show today and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thank you, Patrice. This is so exciting. I can't believe I'm on your show. (laughs) You are so sweet. Well, this is fun. And I can tell we're going to have a fun, high energy discussion today. Well, let's just jump right in. And my first question for you is about the ways in which we associate picture books with young children. But here at Picture Books Are For Grownups Too, I believe that you're never too old for a great picture book and you don't need to be a child or have a child or work with children or be a librarian or anything like that in order to enjoy a picture book. So Judy, could you just tell us why do you believe grownups benefit from reading picture books too? Oh, wow. That's a great question, Patrice. I love that question because people always think that it's for the younger, like elementary school Mm -hmm. group, but actually picture books are for everyone. So I also want to be able to have older kids like high school children. You know, sometimes subjects can be so dense Mm -hmm. in the sense that it's so much information And so we as picture book writers, you know, writers, children's book writers, we take all that big, lot of information, dense information, Mm -hmm. and condense it down into 750 words. I know. That's a superpower. We have a superpower, Judy. (laughs) We do. Can you imagine? Like, I have so many words in my body. Like, I want to spill them all out and give everybody everything. But I think it's a very good way to broach a subject Mm -hmm. that is very dense and a condensed, precise, simplified manner. And I think that picture books should be like, they're like entry points to Mm. information. Yeah, for young kids, for older older readers in high school, as well as adults, especially adults. Yes. You know, a lot of times, you know, we want to read a novel. We say, we're going to read the next best great novel. Mm -hmm. And you get to page 10 and you never pick up the novel again. 
So I've been there. I have been there. So have I. That's why I use that example. I'm like, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to read this novel on the plane, in the airport, on the on the beach with my toes up and never do it. And it's like, gosh, I really wish I would have finished that. You can grab a picture book, mm-hmm. get that information and be able to explore much later when you have more time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love the things that you said. I think one of the lines you mentioned was how picture books can be an entry point into a particular subject. And I think that is such a powerful uh just reality of picture books is that there are so many things out there in the world. And I think we're especially talking about nonfiction at this point in picture book biographies, but I think this can even extend to informational fiction, anything of that nature, just in terms of exposing us to a particular topic, angle, subject matter Mm -hmm. in a way that can happen quickly, but that's not the end of the story. That we don't just end with that picture book. In fact, particularly for us, as adults, but really, I think for all readers that these can be, as you say, entry points into learning more. So thank you so much for highlighting that. I think that's Mm -hmm. true. And I should just be clear to readers, I love novels and I do finish novels, but not all of them. So there's that. (laughs) Yes, I love novels too. And my goal at some point, I was just thinking about it this morning, is to be able to write a a graphic novel or even a a young adult novel. Mm -hmm. I have them in my head. They're swirling around. They're like, you got to come out. I'm like, okay, I'll get to you. I'll get to you. And, and also too, that I do have, I talk to myself too. And I have all these stories in my head. Yes. Yes. That's great. (laughs) Just itching to get up. Yes. I I love love novels too. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We love novels here. We love novels here. Judy and I do. So, (laughs) well, let me just share a little bit about the Ash Brothers, how Arthur and Johnny changed tennis forever for listeners who aren't familiar with this book. So here is a bit of the book summary. In 1968, Arthur Ashe climbed his way to the top of the tennis world in a time filled with racial tension and segregation. But his success didn't happen without help. Arthur's close relationship with his younger brother, Johnny, was key to Arthur becoming the first black man to break the color barrier in men's tennis. This book is a layered story full of love, sibling rivalry, and unconditional support. The Ash Brothers tells the little known story behind Arthur's Grand Slam win. Oh, I love this. I love all the themes that are in this story. And Judy, I would just love for you to please share a little bit about the origins of this book. What drove you to create this particular picture book biography? Well, I'm such a sports fan. I love sports and I play tennis. Oh, yay. Oh, yes. I love the connection. I was thinking you might have, but... Well, actually, I knew it was in the author's notes. So (laughs) I play tennis. I love tennis. I want every child to be able to experience the sport and just sports in general. I just want them to be out there engaging in team sports. And it's just so much that sport brings to Mm. a a young reader or a child or anyone's life. Like, I know that adults are starting to pick up like a version of tennis, which is like pickleball. Pickleball, yes. <laughs> yes. I heard it's the fastest growing sport in America, actually. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> accurate, but I heard that somewhere. It is. It really is. I, I don't play pickleball because I love like running around the court and it gets me energized and it gets me exercise. Yes. And I just love to stay fit. And it just it just helps with my brain and my stories to, to be yes. able to bring life to all my stories. So 
So I was watching one day, I was watching ESPN it's a show. It, well, I don't, I think it still comes on. It's 30 for 30. And okay. it's um, a show that comes on on ESPN. And I saw this, this gentleman and his eyes were just so wide. And he was talking about Arthur Ashe. Mm. And I said, oh my gosh, I love Arthur Ashe. I said, Arthur Ashe. And he was saying how, how great he was and what he did for the sport and, 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 and his amazing life as a human being, mm -hmm. you know, and I said, well, who was he? And it happened to be his brother, Johnny. Wow. His brother, he had a brother. Who even knew Arthur had a brother? Yes. And so I thought, I'm going to look into this story. So yes. that was my entry point into yes. the story. First of all, I didn't know that Arthur had a brother. And second of all, I didn't know that Johnny was still alive. Mm. And mm. I thought to myself, wow. So anyway, what intrigued me so much is that Johnny Ash on the episode of 30 for 30, he gives the backstory of how they grew up, where they grew up yes. and what he did to help Arthur change tennis forever. Yes. And so the backstory is Arthur Ash becomes the first black man to win the U.S. Open tournament. Mm -hmm. Really, it's the inaugural U.S. Open Tennis Championship because that was the first. They never had one before. Mm -hmm. Arthur Ashe wins it, and he's the first black man to do so. The story is even deeper than that, mm -hmm. which no one knows that, you know, not that many people know that Arthur even has a brother named Johnny Ash. And what Johnny does for Arthur is so incredibly yes. amazing. Yes. Oh Every time I think about this, I think... This is just phenomenal. So what happens is both are veterans. Mm -hmm. Arthur is in the army. So he mm -hmm. goes in, when he's in college, he joins ROTC. And so mm -hmm. if anyone knows about ROTC, you have to do, once you graduate, they give you money to finish your education mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. all that, but you have to give them two years of time mm -hmm. in the military. Right. And so he's in the army, but also Johnny joins the Marines. When he leaves high school, he just goes straight into the Marines. And so what he does is he says, he goes into the Marines. It's 1966. The Vietnam war has mm -hmm. been going on since 1955. Mm -hmm. So they're already 10, 12 years over into the war. And so when 1966 comes, 1967, Johnny enters in 1966. In 1967, he does his first tour. So he's coming out in 1967. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is now that Arthur has graduated from U UCLA, he's getting ready to go into the war. He's getting okay. ready to fight in right. the Vietnam War. Right. So Johnny has seen Arthur sacrificing his life all this, all through, up, through their whole childhood. Mm. He says, I am not going to allow my brother not to meet his goal and be the first black man to win mm. the U.S. Open Tennis Championship. So Johnny does another tour in Vietnam wow. Wow. To, be able to allow Arthur to go off to be the champion and win this U.S. Open Championship. Wow. That's that's just an amazing story of sibling love. Am I correct to say that the reason Johnny signs up for the second tour is because the laws at the time said that two sons could not be in a combat zone at the same time. Exactly. And so by Johnny signing up, it prevents Arthur from having to do that. And Arthur yes. can then focus on his tennis. Yes, that's yeah, exactly right. 
that is a profound act of love and just so beautifully brought to life in this story. And I loved that you shared that. And I love that you wrote a story that really talks about the relationship between siblings and what siblings you know, do for one another. So I wonder if you could maybe expand on some of the emotions and experiences in this book that you believe will connect with adult readers. Oh yeah, sure. Let me go back just a little bit. I also wrote another book, Escape from Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. And all the books that I write, for some reason, they come out with relationships. Mm. So the first book, there's Jojo and Sophie and they're twins and they Mm. have to escape the hurricane to be able to survive. And so they sacrifice for each other as Mm -hmm, well, mm -hmm. just as Arthur and Johnny sacrifice for each other. Yes. And so that relationship that I wanted to be able to bring to life for young readers and, and adults is that we can give and share our gifts, no matter Mm -hmm. where we are, no matter where we are in life, Mm -hmm. no matter what we're going through, we all have gifts to share. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I think that's very powerful. And I think just a good reminder to all of us as we hear your words is to recognize, you know, I have a gift, you have a gift, we Mm -hmm. have gifts to share. I think sometimes we think maybe that's for important people or people who Mm -hmm. have accomplished things or or we put different caveats in our minds, whether we voice it or not about who has gifts. But I really appreciate that you're highlighting this reality. No, actually, we all have gifts that we can offer. Yeah. So what I do when I go and I speak to young children, I'm able to tell them that that same sentiment, like Mm -hmm. we all have gifts. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite, all time favorite quotes from Arthur Ashe is start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. Like start right now, start where you are. Yes. Use what you have, do what you can. And Arthur S said that in a sense that he could have been talking about his brother, Johnny, Mm -hmm. because let me tell you, Johnny was the one who didn't say, oh, when I get out of the military, I'm going to help. I'm going to help Arthur, Mm -hmm. you know, become, Mm -hmm. you know, this great Mm -hmm. tennis player. Or Mm -hmm. once he wins this tournament, I'll I'll help him then. No, he started where he was, which was in the military. Mm -hmm. He used what he had, which was his his ability to stay in, Mm -hmm. to be able to fight, to be able to sacrifice his life during the Vietnam War. Yes, yes. To give an opportunity for his brother to be able to do what he needed to do and focus on tennis and win the championship. So do what you can. Yes. That was, that was Johnny's gift. So Mm -hmm. when I tell kids, everyone has a gift. Like for example, I went to a school um, in Raleigh, North Carolina the other day. And I told the kids, I said, let's take a minute to be able to think about what your gifts are. Mm -hmm. What are your Mm -hmm. gifts? And so I said, I'm going to give you a minute to think about it. And once I gave them a minute to think about it, I said, okay, raise your hand if if you want to share what your gift is. Mm -hmm. And and one little girl raised her hand and said, well, I'm smart in math. And I said, oh my goodness, you can help your your sibling, mm-hmm. if they're struggling with their math problems, mm-hmm. you can help your classmate. You can help mom with the grocery bill. <laughs> I said, start where you are. And that's where they were in fourth yes. grade. Yes. So yeah, yeah, that's what I would like for adult readers to know. Mm-hmm. We don't have to wait until, oh, I get a million dollars and hit the lotto. Like, right. 
We all right. want to do that, but let's start where we are. We know that we're having issues with within the schools, like maybe mm-hmm. some of the kids aren't learning as, uh, as much, or maybe the teachers are struggling and they need support. You know, we may want to take out volunteers, some volunteers, some hours at, at your local school yes. and be able yes. to help the teacher, be able to give that teacher a break yes. and be able to also give your gifts and share your gifts with, right. with students. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for those ideas and those thoughts and just the ways in which we can connect with this story. Uh, Well, Judy, I am passionate about creating spaces that encourage human thriving. And I believe picture books are a wonderful gateway into that work that picture books can help us celebrate the beauty of our stories. And they can also help us connect with one another. So related to this book, do you have an activity that grownups can engage with or a question grownups can ask themselves to help them more deeply connect with their own story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that question as well, because this is you know, I write stories for people. I mean, like if you take me out of the equation and I'm just the vessel that gets mm. the story to the the people. And I love to use Arthur's words and his quote and start where you are. Like if you know that there's an issue, even in your neighborhood, like mm-hmm. there's trash, you mm. know, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And you say, gosh, I wish someone would clean that trash up. Mm-hmm. Your gift is that you notice the trash. Yes. You're also, your gift is maybe I can empower other people to join yes. me, to help me clean up our neighborhood. Yes. How about that? And even recycle or even yes. pick up cans and, and donate the cans or give the money back. You know, I know in some states I come from, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I, I'm, I was born and raised in Cleveland, mm-hmm. Ohio. And up north, you can get cans and, you know, there's a deposit on them. Yes, <laughs> and right. You can pick up cans and take those back and you could donate that money to your local charity. Right. You know, whether it be whatever charity you like. Animals, is it for children? You could right. even, you know, just do what you can. Start where you are. And that's what I want people to realize. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to sit with yourself and say, what can I do yes. to support the areas that I think are important to our community to humanity. Yes. 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 I love that. That's great. I think that's a great thing to even just that final, those final words you said about sit with yourself and ask yourself that question. Um, I think that's probably not something a lot of us necessarily do that frequently. So just the encouragement to even do that, I think is great. So, and so also too, I just wanted to mention about the Ash brothers book during my research, I noticed that it was a a theme throughout the research. And it was that Johnny and Arthur grew up with their father Mm. who taught them to do the right things for the right reasons. Yes. And so when, when Johnny says, I'm going to do a second tour in the Vietnam war, it it was like a God thought. He says, he said, this was a God thought, but Mm. really, but really it was in their DNA. They, they grew up doing for each other because Mm -hmm. their mother died real early Mm -hmm. like johnny was one and arthur was only only six they're five years apart Mm -hmm. and johnny is the younger brother and so they've always known to do for each other they grew up that way Mm -hmm. and so the other sentiment that i would say for adults is you know teach others empower others to do for each other 
because mm. that's the humanity that we we're starting to get away from a little bit yes. where people aren't so kind, but we're yeah. all carrying some burden or something heavy on our hearts yes. and in our lives. Be kind to others and do what treat others how you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for those words. I really appreciate that, Judy. Well, Thank you so much for being a guest today. Everyone, the book is The Ash Brothers, How Arthur and Johnny Changed Tennis Forever, written by Judy Allen Dodson and illustrated by David Wilkerson. And I encourage everyone to go out and get themselves a copy of this very inspiring picture book. Well, Judy, I just wonder if you have any upcoming projects you'd like to share or any final thoughts you'd like to share about anything we've talked about. Sure, yes. I just want to reiterate Arthur Ashe's famous words and his quote, mm -hmm. and that is, start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. Mm. And I think that is that just takes us to a whole nother stratosphere on, you know, what we can do for others and how we can share our gifts and make the world a better place. Yes. yes. And so the upcoming project that I'm working on is fantastic. I Ooh. want you guys to do a little research on this too. So this is another, a very kind of adult theme, but with the center is being a child. Okay. And that, and this is um, a nonfiction book. And it's about someone who, again, well, he's, he's alive and his name is Joseph Holt Jr. Okay. And he was, and his family is from Raleigh, North Carolina. And they were the first family in Raleigh to initiate uh, the integration of Raleigh City Schools. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, so I'm working neat. with Joe Holt on that picture book, and that's it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for you guys to read that one. You're going to love that one, too. Oh, I believe it. I'm very excited. I think it sounds like a wonderful just picture book biography and mm -hmm highlighting someone that maybe not everyone has necessarily heard of, but certainly is very important in history. So thank yeah. you for that work. I'm excited for when that one is out in the world yes. for all of us. Yes, yes. Well, Judy, thank you so much for being a guest today on Picture Books Are For Grownups Too. Thank you for sharing with us how your tiny tale can lead to big connection. Where can listeners go to learn more about you and your work? Oh my goodness, that's such a great question. Oh, I would love for everyone to visit me on all social media platforms. I'm on Twitter at Jad Librarian. I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Judy Allen Dodson. And you can go to my website, judyallendodson.com. I would love to see you there. Well, perfect. Thank you so much, Judy. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. Bye-bye, everyone. Please subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you loved what you heard, please leave a review. Reviews really help others find the show. If you'd like to receive email updates about new episodes, please go to patricegopo.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And remember, the world may tell us that we outgrow picture books, but we have the power to tell a different story. Until next time, keep reading picture books because picture books are for grown-ups too.